Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Monday Check-In. Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021. I am Damon Jensen-Heitman, one of the pastors at First Presbyterian Church in Hastings, Nebraska, joined by... Greg Allen Pickett, the other pastor at First Presbyterian Church in Hastings, Nebraska. Glad to be here with you today, Damon, and with all of our loyal listeners. Yeah. Uh, And if you don't know uh, what the Monday check-in is, then shame on you, I say. (laughs) (laughs) But others don't say that, so maybe listen to them and not me. That's fine. Uh, And so the Monday check-in is Greg and I will have a little bit of a talk about the scripture that's going to be used for the upcoming Sunday. And we have a little bit of a kind of a mini Bible study conversation time. Uh, Study is maybe a little too formal of a word even to use for it. But uh, it's like opening ponderings, I suppose. Bible chat? Chat. Yeah, there we go. And... Uh, and then after that, we switch gears and we share a little bit about life of the church at First Pres Hastings currently and what's going on. So with all that said and done, uh, I will open us with a word of prayer. All right. Loving and, gracious God. Yes. Loving and gracious God, thank you for the opportunity to, to gather together in this manner, to uh, gather together uh, across time, actually, in some ways. And thank you for the opportunity to be present to one another in this sort of a way. And thank you for your presence in the midst of it as we gather to read your word and begin to study your word and to consider your word. May your Holy Spirit um, bring your breath to us and bring your insight to us and bring your questions to us as well. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So for this upcoming Sunday, uh, we have we you Greg have selected uh, a bit of a, a passage from Galatians chapter five, uh, starting at verse one and then jumping forward to verses thirteen through twenty six. And I mean, yeah, we could do verses two through twelve in the middle of it there, but it gets a little bit dicey. Um, and by dicey, it's an in-depth conversation about circumcision. Uh, so, uh, so I decided that we would go verse 1 and then skip to verse 13 and finish out the chapter through verse 26. So uh, if we do want to have an in-depth conversation about uh, Paul's opinions on circumcision, I invite that, but not in the context right now of the Monday check-in. Sure, 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 sure. Fair enough. Uh, So the passage that we have selected then uh, reads like this. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to prevent you from doing what you want. 
But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. Here ends this reading. Greg, what do you got? Well, um, we're doing a, a brief well, I had planned to do a brief sermon series during this month of January uh, in this season of Epiphany called Created Anew, thinking about God's creativity and the creativity in ourselves and exploring what that means in terms of uh, our walk as Christians. And so um, I, I wanted to talk about this creativity within the freedom we are given as Christians, uh, where Paul talks about in Christ. Christ has set us free and we are free indeed. What does that mean? What is the freedom we are given and how, how do we use that freedom to creatively go about our work in the world? And so I like this passage because um, it, it, it talks about this notion of freedom and uh, it, it's not a freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, however we want. But instead Paul puts some, I don't know, some parameters on that freedom or, or, or better talks about how do we explore our freedom in Christ in a creative way? What, what does freedom look like in Christ? And so that was, that's kind of the, the, the overall arching message that I'm thinking of, but what direction this goes, I know not yet. <laughs> um, which is why I'm talking to you, Damon, which yeah. is why I'll talk to the Bible study tomorrow and uh, see how, how this goes. What do you think? It's, in, it's interesting that, um, you know, so verse 13, for you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, right? So, so that, I think, is that, that, that component that you're talking about. The, it's not a freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want. It's also not a freedom to simply ignore others, right? It's, it's, it's also not a freedom to just kind of, as I would really like to do at times, just kind of go off by myself and not be bothered by anyone ever, right? Because um, there's a comma in that sentence, and this comma, but through love, become slaves to one another. So there's even within that, within the, the kind of freedom that we're talking about, there's, there's still an obligation that we have to others, right? To, to our neighbors and to our strangers, right? That that there's, yeah, it's not just, uh, it's not, it's not a free for all, right? You know, that's it's well not, said. It's not recess, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Where you can just run around and do whatever you want within certain limits and bounds. But, um, 
but but the the freedom is is almost a freedom to to be able to truly care for one another right and to do so creatively that which is yeah. kind of the, the direction that i'm thinking of but so for context what, what paul is writing about that is um he's writing to a primarily jewish community and what he's telling them is hey you're free from the ceremonial laws of the temple so for freedom christ has set us free from that and 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 then and then right there in verse one stand firm therefore do not submit again to a yoke of slavery slavery being this rote following of ceremonial temple laws right and that's why this section that I skipped from verse 2 to verse 12 is a, a discourse on circumcision, which is part of that ceremonial temple law. Uh, but, then, but then Paul expounds it further, starting in verse 13, and really gives us a lot of fodder to work with, a lot of interesting concepts. So, so you're free from these ceremonial temple laws, for you are called to freedom. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but instead through love become slaves to one another. And it, I just love the, the juxtaposition of free, you have freedom to become a slave in love to one another. And, and we generally wouldn't put those two terms side by side, but Paul does because it causes us to really think. And, and then Paul in, in Paul's typical fashion goes through and explains what he's saying, probably over explains, right? Uh, <laughs> he might've been able to leave it at that. Uh, and, and we could have, but, but Paul's like, no, I'm pretty sure you didn't get my message. So let me go further <laughs> and say right. for the whole law is summed up, not in following ceremonial temple laws, but in this single commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and I think part of the, like part of the, the specificity. So, I mean, we get a big list in 19, 20 and 21. Right. I think part of this also, I would guess, is connected to the to the context. Paul's writing to a specific community um, that he knows that has has written to him that has specific um, problems. Right. Um, and so so then you get this list of things that that should be avoided um, with your with your newfound freedom, I suppose. Right. And a lot of this list of things, you know, they look at uh, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, um, envy, uh, carousing, drunkenness. Like these are things that um, that 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 separate, that divide, in some way. That you know, um, carousing you do as as like a little group. Uh, your friends and maybe some people are invited maybe some people aren't right um and it, it sort of reminds me of when you give the call to confession you oftentimes talk about sin as separation uh the separation that we create between ourselves and others between ourselves and god and, and a lot of these things are things that lead to those sorts of separation between people um jealousy anger quarrels dissensions envy um, and, and those are really contrasted by, you know, the fruit of the spirit, love, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness. Those are things that tend to draw people together. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, as opposed to these, these other things that are, are more, um, they're more fracturous. Is that a word? Doesn't matter. Sure. It is yeah. now. <laughs>
Yeah, I I um I really like Damon how you sort of narrowed that in and 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 Paul loves lists. Uh, Damon actually also loves lists when he's praying. I am a, um, I'm a list. I'm a lister. Yeah, um, <laughs> but but you've accurately pointed out that most of these things that Paul defines as works of the flesh are things that create separation in human community and in human relationships, right? Um, and, and so these are things we want to stay away from, even though we have this freedom in Christ, these are things that will not free us. These are things that will tie us down to broken relationships yeah. and that sort of thing. And okay. so, um, I like that, that I think that that's, uh, that's a good description. Yeah. Also you, you use the phrase to tie us down, right? That these, some of the, some of these things are things that we can easily get lost within, right? Uh, and they become all-consuming sorts of things. Um, idolatry. I mean, we can make anything into an idol. And, and, and once we make that thing into an idol and we give that, uh, that place of, of prominence and ultimate importance, then, then we get tied down to that thing, right? Uh, or if we become overly jealous or we can get lost in our anger or we can get... Um, we can kind of get lost in all of these other sorts of things. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. These are, these are things that we can, yeah. Spend a lot of time and energy on that are not of God and are not about building healthy relationships uh, with other Christians and uh, with other people and also with God and, um, so we did, uh, prior to actually hitting the record button, we did have a, a good conversation about carousing, didn't we? And, uh, I liked Damon, actually your interpretation of this in the context, uh, that we were talking about, we, we could almost rewrite that as clickishness, right? Carousing is this notion of people going off into small groups and, 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 and talking loudly amongst themselves, but it, it excludes others. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And, and so I think that that was, uh, you know, all of these things, these, this, this list that Paul has um, on the, on the negative side, the works of the flesh, we can see through that lens. Um, and so we are called to creatively use our freedom to eschew those things and find other things that in fact will allow us to be more free as citizens of the kingdom of God, as followers of Jesus Christ. And, and of course, Paul makes a list for us of those uh, and, and the famous fruits of the spirit. But, but again, Damon, you, you said this thing that these things bring us together. They bring us closer to God and closer to one another. If we approach people with love and joy, that's going to be a unifying thing with peace and patience, with kindness and generosity and on down. Um, and I love how Paul says, there's no law against such things. <laughs> like, just to clarify, when we're talking about <laughs> temple practice, you got to do this, this, and this, but there's nothing in temple practice that says you can't be full of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, because those of us who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions. Uh, and if we live by the spirit, let us also be guided by the spirit. It's, it's really, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And um, often talked about, often preached about, often used in Sunday school. It's, it's easy to make a basket of fruits, the fruits of the spirit. And you, you write joy on the banana and peace on the apple. Uh, but the deeper thinking of that is these are ways for us to practice our Christian freedom creatively. Imagine if all of us put creative energies 
towards uh, how do I love people creatively? How do I practice joy creatively? How, how can I be a creative peacemaker and peace builder? Um, those sorts of things. So I, I think there's some, there's some potential here to, to, you know, build out on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes it also t- just takes sometimes some creative thinking or acting to, to move in, in, a, in a patient way, right? Um, just as an example. So we find ourselves a lot in settings and situations that for whatever reason are incredibly frustrating to us and we want something to change and we want it to be to, to change really, really quickly and we lose our patience, right? Whether we're dealing with kids or family or whatever the case, right? Um, and sometimes it, it takes... Like just just like a little moment of of a creative thought or a creative action to to move into one of these fruit of the spirit sort of pathways, even just a little bit, right? Even it's just something as simple as I'm gonna take a breath right now. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out of the room. I'm gonna bite my tongue for a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if those aren't sort of if, if creative act is doing something different, right? <laughs> um, if that is what it is at its most basic, stepping outside of a routine of some sort, then, then a creative act can be as simple as, I'm just gonna take a breath, I'm gonna walk out of the room, and I'm gonna come back in 10 minutes, <laughs> right? Um, I don't know if, if that can be considered as a, as a creative act of of moving into one of these sorts of directions or not i certainly think so um there's a something that that i do it's just called practice the pause right rather than immediately respond to something that has triggered me or upset me or whatever i just stop and i pause and i that is that is an act of creativity um to to allow the spirit to work through us um, yeah. well, you know, if, if I pause long enough that the Holy Spirit can work through me, hopefully I'm going to open my mouth and not come out with, uh, <laughs> something hateful or, you know, something angry or something that's something that is to... strife or jealousy yeah. or anger or quarrels yeah. or dissensions or factitious, factitious, yeah. factious, factiousness, <laughs> something that's meant to, to cut someone down. Exactly. Some yeah. 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 So I think there's, there's a lot of potential there, um, certainly in, yeah, I, I've heard sermon series on the fruits of the spirit, and that's uh, frankly that wouldn't be a bad sermon series to do. Just spend a week on each one of these, or or even combining a couple. But um, this week we're just going to talk about it in the larger context of of creativity. Our freedom in Christ has given us freedom to creatively live Christian lives and creatively build God's kingdom using these fruits of the spirit and trying to avoid these, uh, what is the, the works of the flesh as Paul calls them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also like, there's part of me that doesn't want to undersell how, how tempting these works of the flesh are. Right. Um, I think especially about 
don't know, without wanting to get, I guess, too far into it, like the dissensions and factions and, and jealousy and anger. Um, yeah, what do we ever see a lot of that floating around in the world? And, and there's a reason why factions are so, are so powerful, right? Because they, they reinforce to us the things, the things that we already think that, that we believe or things we already think that are important. Um, and, and man, once you sink down in, into a faction of any sort, right? Um, how hard it is then to see back to the outside of that um, and get back to, to sort of an outsider's perspective on, on wherever you, wherever you came down. Yeah. And, and, and that sort of thing gives us a sense of, of belonging, right? It gives us yeah. a sense of, of a community or a tribe, but, but when that community or tribe is built upon polarization, built upon grievance, that's not one that's going to last. And, and what, what Paul is, is I think trying to get at here is that this freedom in Christ and the Christian community that is built from the freedom of Christ, that's the one we want to strive for. That's the one that's going to last. That's the one we want to build. Uh, but you're absolutely right, Damon, the, the, the temptation that's presented by some of these works of the flesh uh, is strong and, and probably even magnified through uh, social media and through uh, other forms of media and that sort of thing. This desire to, to feel like I belong to something, even if that whole existence of that thing is, is over and against something, this, this notion of grievance um, it's it's powerful it's a powerful draw but it, mm-hmm. but i think what paul's saying here is it's not of god it is not of christ mm-hmm. it is not how we build a beloved christian community and so we've got to work hard against these things work creatively against these things and creatively build this christian community using the fruits of the spirit but but man i, I appreciate you saying that because it's very true it's it's easy to go down that rabbit hole of 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 negativity mm-hmm um, you know, yeah, and and it becomes e- it becomes easier with each passing day, right? Um, like the, the more time that that I spend on the internet, for example, right, the more the internet learns that I I'm really drawn to stories about Iowa Hawkeye Iowa Hawkeye basketball and football, right, and other things related to the state of Iowa, and then the more the internet reinforces this for me, I. Because I'm in the algorithm, and so then I, I get populated with more and more stories about the things that I like, <laughs> and 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 you sink sort of farther down into the into the column, I suppose, that you're in, uh, and, and it's just really easy for those things to get reinforced um, for us without us really even sometimes without us really even seeking out the reinforcement of those things. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, um, <laughs> my, my comparison to that is, uh, is my YouTube account. Um, sure. and, and so YouTube will feed you videos that are like the videos that you watch, right? <laughs> and so uh, most evenings when I'm putting Esther to bed, one of our things we do together is watch silly dog and cat videos. Uh, we like watching dogs and cats do silly things with their owners. And it's amazing because now if you pull up my YouTube account, 
the first thing that YouTube suggests, the very first video on there are these silly dog and cat videos. And, and it's just, and, and of course you click on them because they're fun and, and, and so there, there's like. probably no, no harm in those, right? But, but even, like I can even tweak that algorithm ever so slightly, like around Advent, I was searching for a version of Little Drummer Boy to use for my Christmas Eve sermon. And so I spent 45 minutes looking at different versions of Little Drummer Boy on YouTube. So that evening when Esther and I were getting ready for bed and we decided to pull up uh, our YouTube videos, I pulled up my YouTube account on my phone. And rather than being a silly dog and cat video as the first suggested video, it was uh, a video of the Little Drummer Boy, not one that I had seen. And, and again, like knowing, and that's a, that's a pretty harmless example. Right. Less mm -hmm. harmless when it's Iowa basketball. Oh, yeah, for sure. And even less harmless when it has to do with human relations like politics, right? Mm -hmm. And and so um, I'm, I'm teasing about the Iowa basketball thing. <laughs> no, but it's but <laughs> it, is, it is a smaller step in the direction. Like that's a faction. Iowa basketball is a faction. All right. Nebraska football is a faction. I, all of these things are, uh, we wear specific colors, right? <laughs> those are, those are factions, right? And, and when we raise that faction to the point where it's an idol, right? When we raise it too high, that does contain within it some, uh, a danger that we sink further into ourselves, I suppose, um, and, and not remain as open as we could. Yeah. And particularly for you, that means carousing while watching an Iowa basketball or football. Yeah, no, no one around here is willing to carouse with me around that activity. Those are, those are very lonely carousing sessions. <laughs> those activities. But, and so I think that the, the, the challenge for us, and, and I think the, the direction the sermon is, is now headed, thank you, Damon, um, is, is the notion of how do we break these cycles how do we we creatively build beloved christian community that doesn't get us into these factions um and and some of that may be at least raising our awareness of these algorithms that are that are pointing us in these directions but perhaps even working to to break out of those algorithms by spending less time in them and by spending more time investing in, in human relationships with people. And, and then if, like, if you ever asked me to come over and watch an Iowa basketball game with you at post COVID, I would say yes. <laughs> and I would enjoy watching them with you because guess what? I don't have a dog in this hunt for the big 10 basketball conference. Don't <laughs> tell all the Nebraska fans out there, but it's true. And I would become a Hawkeyes fan, Damon. Uh, if you just stopped watching all those Hawkeye videos on YouTube and instead invited me to watch a Hawkeyes basketball game with you. Yeah. I suppose I'm not as evangelical about it as I, as some would have me be. Would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, good. On that note, should we uh, perhaps transition out of our Bible study and into some announcements about the life of the church? Yeah, I suppose. It seems like it'll preach. I think so. I think uh, I think I have a good sense of where this is going now, and I'm I'm kind of excited about it. And so, uh, thank you for for that. We'll uh, I'll, I'll test drive this a little bit with my Bible study on Tuesday, and we'll see uh, see how they're feeling about it and, and go from there. So, 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, lots of great stuff happening in the life of the church. Uh, for one, we're continuing with our stay-at-home worship services, which are broadcast at 1030 on Facebook Live, as well as on the radio. Um, prior to that, though, at 915, we have some great adult education opportunities available. One is uh, the Heirs of Parent class, and they're doing a book study. I pulled up the name of the book, but I don't have it here in front of me, but they're doing a book study right now. Um, and so quick. all are welcome to join that. Um, and then we're doing a series of forums that parallels this sermon series on creativity, uh, where we're looking at the, the role of creativity in people's lives and how that connects to their faith. And so yesterday we had uh, Turner McGee, an art professor from Hastings College, talk about uh, Bathsheba and the art, art around Bathsheba. Uh, and the story of David and Bathsheba. Uh, this Sunday, it's going to be Dr. Byron Jensen, who's a music professor at Hastings College, also happens to be the father-in-law of, of one of the pastors at, at First Pres Hastings. Um, the one that has the last name Jensen Heitman, obviously. Uh, and, uh, and so we're excited about those. Those are opportunities for you to grow in your faith and to think critically uh, so those are Sunday mornings at 9.15 via Zoom. The great news is that, that we're also recording those and we'll upload those to YouTube. So if you aren't available on Sunday morning at 9.15, uh, we can push those out and you're welcome to see those later. But that's some great stuff happening. Um, I can tell you the, the, the book that Heirs Apparent is currently working on is titled Big Dream by Bob Goff. All right. There it is. Um. What else? We've got uh, our pre-K through fifth grade Christian ed. We're still doing remotely right now. Uh, and so Steph Brader, our amazing director of Christian ed, sent home packets to every family at the beginning of January. And then each week uh, she works with one of your beloved Sunday school teachers or families and records a video uh, that interprets some of the information in that packets and invites people to be part of that. So we send those video links out on Friday. You can watch them whenever you want to. Um, and the packets that got sent home and contain craft materials as well as the other Sunday school lesson materials. We're hopeful to return to in-person Sunday school at some point. Uh, but in the meantime, this is some pretty great stuff that's happening. And even if you're not a child or the parent or grandparent of a child, I commend those Sunday school videos to you. They are delightful and also informative and help us dig deeper into the biblical narrative and the Bible story and how it relates to our lives. So check those out. We send those emails out every Friday with those links. Um, I think wanted to also remind folks, uh, we do have a United Harvest Food distribution this Saturday. Uh, we do that out of the Peace Center, which is the old middle school annex behind, or uh, between the Presbyterian and Methodist Church. We need volunteers for that. Uh, if you'd like to volunteer, you can go onto the Facebook page for United Harvest and sign up. There's a link there. If you don't know how to do that or don't have a Facebook account, call the church. We'll get you signed up as a volunteer. But um, we're serving in the range of four to 500, sometimes as many as 600 families that need food in our community, and we need volunteers to help us with that distribution. So uh, that's this Saturday and we need volunteers starting around 9 a.m. Typically the distribution runs to about noon or one o'clock. What else we got? Um, I, th I think that's mostly it. Um, did you mention the five for five? I did not. Uh, that's that actually, speaking of creativity yeah. and, uh, and sort of growing on our faith and trying to nurture the fruits of the spirit, uh, these five for five practices have been a real delight. So Kylie Winberg, our parish associate, 
uh, is inviting the whole church to spend five minutes per day, five days a week, doing a prayer or spiritual practice. We started this during Advent and it was sort of parallel with our church-wide Advent devotional, but they went so well, we've continued it now and we're gonna continue it all the way up until the season of Lent. And so each week you are invited to participate in one of these. We, we show the video during worship on Sunday, but then we also post those videos to our church's YouTube page. And so uh, we invite you to participate in those. Last week was the practice called the examine, uh, a spiritual practice where you sort of, in the evening you sit down or early morning and think about your previous day, almost like watching a film and, and it, you pause it at particular moments and think about where God was at work in those, uh, those moments. And this week, Kylie's inviting us to, uh, to look forward, to wake up in the morning and think, okay, what does my day look like? Let me visualize it. And then let me look for ways that God can be at work in my day coming up. Where, where can I find God? Where can I find faithful Christian community and, and do that sort of thing? So Kylie's doing a great job with those. We highly commend those to you um, as an act of, of creativity, as an act of nurturing those fruits of the spirit. So... Yeah. And if, you, if you've got some sort of some new year, new you sorts of things going on uh, in your life, then these are really good, really good practices to incorporate. Now is a really good time to try to start to build up some. If you're looking to sort of build up some more spiritual habits, um, now is a really good time to, yeah. to hop in and do that. They're, they really, they're, you can plug them in at any moment. It's not like a, if you didn't do it last week, you can't do it this week. Indeed. Yeah. And you can also go back if, if you yeah. want to, we're saying five for five, but if you want to do 30 minutes of it, go look at the last six and, and do them. And uh, each one of them is a great, uh, great spiritual practice. I, I will honestly, in all honesty, say I have benefited a great deal from uh, Kylie encouraging us to do these because she's got me to pray in ways that I, I don't normally pray. And it's been really nurturing for my own uh, prayer life and faith development. So yeah, the variety is nice, um, and and also there's nothing that says like you couldn't you know if examine or examine as some of us like to call it. Uh, if you thought that that was really, <laughs> if you thought that that was really great, there's nothing that says you couldn't just keep doing that. Keep doing it, time, exactly. You know, uh, you know, yeah. So, all right. Well, should I uh, close us with a word of prayer? Yeah, I think that that seems appropriate. All right, let's, uh, let's pray. Gracious and loving God, you have created us and invited us to be creative people. As we reflect on the theme of Christian freedom today, let us think about the ways that we can be creative in the freedom that you have granted us. You've granted us freedom not to be slaves to the flesh, but freedom to be your people, to follow your way. Help us to be creative in how we choose to follow your way, God. Remind us of all of the fruit of the spirit that you invite us to live in our daily lives. And bless our week. Make it be one that is full of the fruit of the spirit so that we can bless the lives of others in turn. That is the freedom you've given us, the freedom to love one another. May we take that freedom and run with it, oh God. It's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well then, with all those things said and done,
Until next time, toodaloo.